<laughs> happy Tuesday. Oh, you were doing like the happy dance there. I was doing a little happy dance. <laughs> I was doing a little happy dance. Uh, happy Tuesday. Happy yeah. Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, and welcome back. Welcome to live from Rabs from inside Rabs Country Lane. It is uh, a little noisy today. A little noisy. That's all right. We're not- <laughs> no, that's oh, fine. No, we don't need you, you. gave us enough noise last week, uh, where our guests um, were, were actually kept asking, "What is that noise?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were trying to talk food, and uh, we were they were cutting wood. Now they're just fouling. They're, they're, they're yeah, they're working the on something. We are. Uh, we're still on lane fourteen. Almost done. 13 and 14, there so six in the gutter. You're almost done. You anyway. Well, uh, how are you today? I'm good are today. Are you off your, your high after yesterday's show? Yesterday was quite a show. It was quite a show. I was very was very excited about yesterday's show. It was like a whole buildup for me, like a week of anticipation. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> like a week of anticipation. And it came. And it, I thought he was great. I thought he answered. You know, he was really easy to talk to. He t- told some great stories. He was great. If um, yeah. So Kevin, uh, he Jimmy is here early on a Tuesday. This is the first in in quite some time um, that Jimmy's here. Normally, it's it's extra quiet on Tuesday afternoons. Um, Jimmy has uh, just swapped his days this week, which is cool. So tomorrow, right? Are you not coming to tomorrow? Wait, are you, did you did you oh did you get the chipmunk last night? Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy got a call yesterday from his wife that the cat brought in a chipmunk, and oh. she was uh, and Rita was a little upset and oh, trying to. A little upset. I had to, she had to stop working. <laughs> been back in the house. Didn't do nothing. <laughs> because the chipmunk a chipmunk got in the house. Was the chipmunk alive? Oh yeah, I had gloves on and a mask. Chip, and you have no video of this. She was, she was afraid to come in there. I had three cats following me around with that chip on. Kind of like a scene from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas uh, vacation with, with the squirrel. Yeah, I was chasing around my room. <laughs> my, no Christmas tree, though. No Christmas tree. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and, 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 and our friend Mike tells us uh, he agrees he, uh, that Nelson was a great guest yesterday. So for those that don't know, <laughs> Go back and watch yesterday's show. We had uh, former, former Met and uh, SNY analyst uh, Nelson Figueroa Figgy with us, which was which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, especially for us Met fans, we had Joe Cal come in as a as a baseball sports fan and uh, great conversation. It was our longest show yet. Uh, I don't doubt it. He likes to. We, we almost went two hours. He's yesterday very eloquent. With uh, we didn't anticipate to go that long, and uh, we promise we won't go two hours today. As, uh, as one, as a, as a teacher once wrote in my yearbook, that he was very loquacious. Ooh, yes, means and that's like a seventy-five. It. That's a seventy-five cent word. Well, there it is. Well, you can have an extra quarter and make it a dollar. Loquacious. That's a good word. loquacious. Yes, um, and he even spoke about a little bit about bowling. He, oh. He, I have to say, if anybody wasn't impressed, he threw out some names. He threw out a couple bowlers' names. Very impressive. Yeah, he likes to bowl. He likes bowling. He he says he enjoyed bowling when he was younger. And uh, we're going to have him here. I'm holding him to it. I talked to him after the show. We're going to set something up and have him come back and bowl. And, yeah. An event. Yeah. It's going to be an event. Yeah. It's always an event. It's always an event. I like yeah. it. So uh, Figgy's going to come and bowl with us. Yeah. Uh, but he, he and he does it several times a year some with some uh, fundraisers and so right. and he does enjoy it, which was cool. Yeah. I loved. It, I, it was funny because I, I guess we were. T- I had asked him about his last time in a bowl and we talked about it. And then all of a sudden later in the show we were talking yeah, about towards the end. different things and he but he equated it back. We talked about yeah what he was saying related to any sport, sport and then right. he threw out like Pete Weber and I was like oh wait a second. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Voss. Brian, Brian yeah. Voss. Uh, so it was, it was it was pretty cool. So we uh, he is an analyst, so maybe he did some research before, and he was giving us a little, little voodoo to make us think that. But I don't think so. I, I he really is was really sincere, and he um, we're looking forward to having him back. Yeah. Uh, so go back if you didn't watch it. Go back and watch the replay. 
It's on our page, also on YouTube, yeah. uh, as we're live live from both mediums. Uh, we did have a question that we wanted. I wanted to answer before we uh, go into anything else. Um, Chris was asking about our reopening, and uh, we were anticipating a potential July 1 reopen. Uh, it's looking more realistic that it's later July. Yes. Uh, if, if all goes well as we start the reopening phases here in New York State, which is different county by county. And so downstate New York hasn't been given the green light for starting phase one just this at the end of this week. So right. uh, we're, we're unsure, but it looks like uh, late July, if all goes well at this point. So, right. Seems like New York is obviously we're the most populated. So we're going to have the, you know, we're going to be the last to get on board there. I think there's seven, um, seven things you have to have in place. And we have maybe three. Right. Yeah. The, the percentages. Uh, right. I have to say that they updated they updated the website with that information, so it's a nice map of the state. Yes, yeah, and you yep. could click and on it by see county, which, which area, what they have. Right. And, you know, at least you know you could you have an idea of what's going on, and they have been getting better at disseminating information. And listen, this is a we none of us have been down this way before, including our elected officials. So you know they're kind of um, you know they're kind of hitting their way around there too and sometimes it's a miss and sometimes they get it yeah oh, one day at a time i mean that's all we can do and so what are you gonna do we, we are here on live from rabs until further notice uh and i hope you continue to watch and enjoy uh we've got some uh, we've, i don't know how we top yesterday's guests and then even today's guest i'm excited to have with us today yeah yep. uh, and the rest of the week is is it looks great too so we'll talk a little bit about our other guests just when we thought it's, there wasn't someone else we can bring on to live from rabs there, it, there it's are, endless the possibilities are endless we are only halfway through scrolling the scrolling in our contact <laughs> list and uh i i did get a message yesterday from someone uh Hey, how come you didn't ask me to be on your show? Oh, yeah, I got a couple of those yeah. too. A, a yeah. few of them. And I, I wanted to say, uh, no, thank you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that person was definitely not a no, thank you. Oh, uh, was it? Oh, I was excited to actually get that one. I was, oh. I was like, oh, so now you're, now I've, we've insulted you by so, not asking But you. now, see, this is what happened. The word's getting out now. <laughs> the word We're, is getting out. As we say, a rating. I sounded there like, a minute like that uh, one funny mommy from. Uh, <laughs> From the TikTok. Oh, she's hey, very funny. We could talk all day about the TikTok. Yeah, let's. let's we're not, not even going to the not. TikTok. I found. I have to. I have to send you. I found some good ones yesterday that I, I didn't send you. I need to send you. you have to, I, I don't know how to do that though. There's the little arrow to share, and then you, you hit the share, and then the message comes up, and you can hit message. Uh, you could. You could send it to. Do they have to have TikTok, or you no, can no, no. send it in anything? So uh, on the right hand side, right, right above the music, you know where the music music thing is. Thing is. The button above it is the share, and so you can. In some cases, some people allow you to save their content. Uh -huh. You could post it to your Snapchat. Uh, some of them protect their content, uh, but you can at least text. I could send it to you via text. Message. Oh, okay. Because or I did, send it to you through through TikTok messaging. I did get. I did get. Uh, my daughter shared one, uh, and it came through as a message. Yeah. So I was like, "How did that happen?" I didn't. Know and then how the cool happened. part: it's not like when you share something from Facebook, it, you have to then go back into back Facebook. into Facebook. Something that's shared from TikTok actually yeah, shows right in, in your. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I learned something today. Uh, yeah, uh, and uh, thank you for asking about my mom. Uh, she's coming home today, and uh, all is well. Um, she has uh, <laughs> no deficits. She's doing good, um, and I, I honestly can't wait to have her back home and driving me inside. We can't wait to have her back in the studio. It's yes, they already said she can't come back in here, but <laughs> she's got she's got a clean bill of health, and she's no, clear. As long as she's not patient zero and is not carrying yeah, uh, no, Corona. Yeah, no, she got the, she got, she got the old clear. Okay. I, I, I would like, she's I'm sure she clear. should be saying, I don't have the Rona. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not, I can't even imagine. Greta speak. Uh, we weren't going to talk about TikTok, but we had to finish the thought there, Dennis. So yes. Thanks for keeping us on. We're our, not talking about TikTok. Thank you for keeping us on our toes. And so, yeah, we are glad to hear that Greta is, is, is well. Yes. Uh, Mother's Day will be recelebrated. Yes, we're gonna pick another day and uh, recelebrate. Uh, we'll do a little Zoom with the whole family. 
and uh, have a mother's day. Great grandma Greta, Triple G is is ready to is, <laughs> will will be will be yeah, rocking and rolling. Yeah, she is. We have a nice day out today, Naz. It is How a about nice that for day. An Tiny, but this is weird because in the daytime, the weather is kind of nice, but then at nighttime, it's like in forties and upper thirties. So it takes so long for the day to warm up. It's it's kind of frustrating, but I know, like at the end of this week and next week, where I think they said sixties by the end of the week. Yeah, eighty on Friday. So I think they said we have one more cold, one more cold night. We are not going to have snow on Saturday. We already got past this past Saturday with snow. And yesterday, our drive-by parade was perfect timing because it, the skies opened, opened up, up like right before we went on the air. Right after that. We were all standing outside uh, chatting, and all of a sudden, we were watching those black clouds come. And then, poof, was, hail. It yeah. was hail. Yeah, I know. It was bouncing off my car. I saw it. I was on my way here. Anyway, uh, so today, episode 51, yesterday was the big 5 uh, We've invited a special guest, uh, Jessica B. Phillips. She's the executive director and CEO of Historic Richmond Town. So if you know anything about what we've been doing here on, on Live from Rabs, we've, been, we've had uh, different guests from uh, all over. I'm ready to bring her in, and I think she's settled. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. So I was just saying we've had uh, guests from all over the spectrum, cultural institutions, institutions professional bowlers, Businesses, community leaders. Business. Yeah, the business leaders, and so uh, we're, ex and of course, our customers. So, Jessica, we're excited to have you on uh, with us today. How are you? Doing? Sorry, my son just came in uh, working from home. Um, he, I have put him on the TV for this interview, so hopefully he won't come back in, but he had struggled with his turn the iPad off. I don't know. So I miss what you said. I was asking how you were holding up, which that explains it perfectly. <laughs> I'm really, you know, I have uh, my health. And I have a job still, and um, my husband got laid off, so he's home with me and the kids, which is great because now I can do my job and he can be parenting, um, which is stressful for him. Um, he's uh, he does like construction, so this is a, a very big change for him. But he's uh, really enjoying the time with the kids, and I'm enjoying the time home. You know what? It's funny, uh, and 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 being a teacher and doing all of those things. You know, I know your son's younger, uh, but I'm certainly no. That's that's certainly not an easy yeah. point in this stage, nah. especially that you're you are working. Yeah, I have a one and a half year old and a four and a half year old, so it's definitely um, you. You know, you can't do the same lessons, and he's not. He's not. Let's be honest. He's not doing lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he refers to his day as uh, Jake's Diner and Snack Shack because that's all he does is basically feed them all day. Oh, this is my son now. Yes, sir. How can I help you? Um, please, can I please have a snack? No, you may not. Go back to your room. I love you so much. Yeah, go. <laughs> <Now> go. <laughs> um, go into the. Can you go into the cabinet and get some graham crackers? All right, let's see how that turns out. Yeah, thanks, Ma. <laughs> I'd like, uh, Mom, I'd like some too. Send some this way. You got it. Rab, graham crackers for everyone at Rabs today. <laughs> love it. Animal crackers and graham crackers, and I'm, I'm oh, set for life. I'm happy. Yeah, it's the best. Maybe some goldfish in there. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, Cheez Its and goldfish, that go, go without saying. Oh, I love Cheez Its. Well, you should come eat at Jake's Snack Shack because Cheez Its is galore. <laughs> we have them here and it's very it's not easy uh to go through the box when the box is open when you're and loading the machine when you're loading the machine and grabbing snacks yeah especially michael who grabs them on a regular basis uh-oh michael they just called you out <laughs> yeah I, well he was waving his hands reminding us that he's the one that does do it so okay there we go hey so uh jessica you now have been here in richmond town for how long now uh 20 months 20-ish months you're not counting though I, not I, really. <laughs> yeah, I really i mean i was i counted it 18 months because someone had asked me and i was like oh let me do the math but i you know it's it's about a year and a half a little almost two years I'll be, it'll be two years in september and, and that should be that's exciting because you guys really have been doing some great work and you're Absolutely. certainly keeping busy so kudos to you uh mm -hmm. what is the first 20 what, what will be 24 months have looked like for you in um, your new year? well i inherited a really uh, awesome position and I have to thank the people who held it before me um, they did a great job with historic Richmond town and it's just you know I mean it's 
it's four properties actually throughout the island. So it's not just the main campus, which everybody comes to for the Oktoberfest or the, you know, uh, uncorked and whatever you've been to the main campus for. We have three other properties and it's 112 acres, 40 structures, um, a staff of 23 and a budget that does not match it. So it's needs. Um, it's, it's a lot, but it's just so much potential. And it was uh, the first year and a half has been me just kind of learning Staten Island. I'm not from Staten Island. So um, it's been a very warm welcome. And um, I really, you know, have been thankful to my other cultural leaders and people like yourself, Frank, who have really helped me um, kind of meet people. And uh, it's been, it's been awesome to like go, I get to host the county fair and it's really cool to be in the back end of it and, you know, get to go on the rides early. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, and, and it's funny that you mentioned the county fair because the, the county fair means so many things to so many different people. Yeah. Uh, no different than our business, but it once a year, Labor Day weekend, here's this big event that the county, get, that, that this Staten Island gets together to yeah. celebrate. And then of course, to be on the grounds of historic Richmond town, which are pretty cool. Uh, I go back as a child uh, when it was over at the Petrides complex. Right. And wow. uh, I mean, yeah. it was it was great. And we loved being a part of that. It was different. A different feel to it right? without it yeah so uh so different and then now to have it in the institution which now aesthetically looks better it's easier to navigate the the roads have been paved that whole project came together really nicely and so you would kind of inherited the back end of the project which i know there are more things happening right with that project and it really does look great yeah, I have to say, I believe it was under leadership of maybe Ed Weissman who got that uh, streetscape project underway. And I mean, I can't imagine what it to have to host those kinds of events on a landscape that doesn't look the quality now looks. So I have to thank um, him and, you know, the city for funding it and DDC for overseeing it. But we have all these new lampposts and uh, blacktop and sidewalks that are accessible to people in wheelchairs and i know for people with strollers it's, it's a big improvement and it's just so the lamppost you can actually be there in the evening and not be terrified that a ghost is going to come out of one of the houses i mean maybe you'd still be terrified because i know that i am but um yeah it's a really beautiful campus to work with so with over 100 acres on the main campus and we don't even use most of it about 20 20 acres are developed wow uh and so that and that, that includes uh, Decker right Decker Farm up up on the hill. So, so Decker Farm is about um, ten or eleven acres, and that's just not too far away. Um, if you've gone to Trader Joe's, you've probably been there. We do pick pumpkin picking in the fall in October, and we do school groups for pumpkin picking during the week, and that's a really big uh, popular event that we do. And all the big events that we do are fundraisers for historic Richmond Town. Yeah, and, and you know it's great because it brings people of all kinds to to the facility to be exposed. And I even have got when we were we were vending at the Richmond County Fair. I actually couldn't believe the people that come from out of state uh, and out of out of Staten Island to come just for the fair and be a part of something uh, that isn't in their back door, which is which is pretty cool. And then expose them to the cultural institution that it is. I, I think is even is even better 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 than that. Yeah, a lot of people come from New Jersey and. Pennsylvania. We also last year started the culture crawl, which is a, a new section of the fair, which we invited all of Staten Island's culturals to come vend for free. So if you were a performing arts institution or a museum or a collecting institution or historical society or, um, you know, a painter or even, you know, what are they called? Those people who um, they tag things with their spray paint. Uh, Graffiti artists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Um, you got the, the big word for the day and you won the, the question. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so Jessica, you're the first female to head up this organization. And you're, I would venture a guess, you're probably the youngest. <laughs> I don't know how old my predecessors have been. Um, but I definitely am the first woman and uh, it's a... 156 it's it's really it's a 1856 is when the organization was founded so that's a long time to yeah not have a woman yeah yeah and i mean it really seems like you're bringing new ideas and new um uh new implementations to the uh to the grounds of things that they haven't really done before 
or maybe things that they kind of touched on, but you you went into it further. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to kind of clean up the property so that it looks so we're good neighbors and we look good from the outside. And as you are business people yourself, you know that if your storefront looks shabby, like no one's going to want to come in. So really trying to make sure that we, um, you know, clean in the grounds and we're going to be doing some painting on the buildings and doing some really necessary repairs. Um, I come from a historic buildings and uh, museum material culture background. So it's just like, I can't help but see an old building that needs some love and give it that love. And luckily we were able to do that. Um, preservation is one of our missions. So we have these 40 structures and it's really important that is that we are good stewards to the community. Cause we are, you know, a lot of places will um, have collections of objects and stuff. Lots of museums have, you know, plates and paintings and, but it's very few places that are like, sure, I'd love to take buildings. Cause that's a money pit, you know? So it's, <laughs> Someone was like, no, what? I have this great building. Do you want it? And I was like, I need another building. Like I need a hole in my head. Like, <laughs> no, 40 is enough. If you've owned a house, like you know how much money it takes to keep that house? Now 40 of those. So we're just trying to really focus on what we have and making sure that we're able to open as much up to the public because we're here in the public trust to share the community's history. Yeah, and, and it's not just so... Even though it's just buildings, uh, a lot of old buildings, uh, you also house a, a carriage collection, right? Uh, across the cemetery, in the, is, is, I believe in those new structures, that's what's in there currently or no? Not yet. So we have um, about 30 carriages um, and some motor vehicles. So it's a very large carriage collection. I mean, carriages take up a lot of space. So imagine 30 cars, you know? Um, and. I believe under Ed Weissman as well, he got a capital project for these structures that were supposed to be um, kind of like a World War II Quonset hut. So it's a very cheap build. So it's not, they're not cheap, they're quality, but they are cost effective to build to get a large amount of square footage. And that is exactly what you need to house the carriages that had been previously housed in a building that was falling apart and it was not our building. Um, so there was a little issues with the buildings um, structurally but we have worked with the city and received some more funds to make sure that we get them ship shape so that we can put the, the carriages into them as intended. And they will be on limited exhibition for uh, special tours and everything. And we're talking about right now, restoring one of our, uh, the crown jewels of the carriage collection. It's the Vanderbilt buggy. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. It's Cornelius Vanderbilt on Staten Island. This was his Staten Island buggy and uh, it was custom made. It's absolutely gorgeous. I want to ride to work in it if I only had some horses. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's the plan. That's You should get Anderson Cooper to come in and ride it as that. that oh, yeah. That, you know, a little ode to his family. That's right. With his new baby. Yeah. That's really, that's really cool. You know, I, I, people take for granted, everybody has, and I'm sure you know this, uh, people come to you and they have the best collection ever and they want to give it to you. What's the, what's the craziest thing so far somebody has asked you to curate and, and which they wanted to donate? I mean, in my, I've only been at his River Trump for a short period of time, but I think in my time as uh, overseeing collections, oh gosh. Okay, so one time at his Richmond town, a gentleman came to me and it, I think it was a, it's a raised ranch and his parents have deceased and he still lives there and he has not touched a single thing. Like the vacuum is still his mother's vacuum from the, and they were, they must've been the most ginger, graceful people on the planet because they didn't hurt a single thing. Like the vacuum is still like the, the the pristine Hoover and the plastic on the couch and the shag rug. And I mean, you really walk in and you think you're on the set of Mad Men. Um, <laughs> and this person was like, I'd love to give you this house with the entire contents in it. The only um, caveat mm -hmm. is that I come to. What? <laughs> Wait, so he wanted to move, he wanted to move in. Yeah, he wanted to stay in his house, but like move it to Richmond town. And I was like, sure. I mean, who wouldn't want to live on a hundred acres of parkland? I would. Um, no, thank you. Wow. Sorry. Well, and, and so that goes to one of our, one of our viewers questions. How often do you get approached about moving an older building? Not often, a couple times a year, I'd say. 
because yeah, and again, everybody has the oldest building on the block. Everybody has the right. oldest whatever it might be that they, they want to hold on to. That's funny. Uh, so, so you said no. So now, what about the house? Is it a, is it a house that could potentially be something that would you you would consider at some point with, without him? Without yeah, without him, of course, and and his ghost, of course. Well, that's the thing. Does the ghost come with it? Um, yeah, I mean, we consider everything uh, because we're collecting up until the present day. Um, we don't have any. Our houses pretty much end around 1914, I believe. So we don't really have any 20th century homes or buildings. Uh, you know, we do continue to collect objects. So we just accessioned a wedding dress from the 80s uh, from a Staten Islander whose mother made the dress on Staten Island. Um, so we are con collecting currently, you know, the community's artifacts. Um, you, the rule of thumb is that you don't want more than three of one thing. So I found that we have 600 hand planes. What? Yeah. So a hand plane is like one of those woodworking tools and it shaves off, you know, the wood. 600. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. So we, like, we're working through uh, curating our collection in order to make room for new things. Yeah. And I would think that at some point you want to tell the story at some point, and it might not be you, but you, your group strategically has to make a decision to say, hey, we have to start curating things from right. this, from the 20th century. And when do we do that? Because moving forward, this is going to be here for right. a long, we hope well, that this right. is here for a long, long time. time. So when does that decision happen, right? That's the, how do you determine when you do that? All right. So say Rab's Country Lanes wanted to donate, you're getting a new sign for the front door. And you, the, the sign that you have is, you want to, you love it. it. It's been there for 20 years or, well, let's say. So you want to give it to the Staten Island Historical Society, which is the actual name of historic Richmond town. And you want to have it preserved for posterity. You know, that would be something we would really consider to keep into the collection because it tells of a multi-generational um, on-island business that a lot of people have an association with. A lot of people have come to Rab's Country Lanes for the birthday parties or, you know, just in, in the leagues and whatever it may be. So your company has touched a lot of the community. And so that would be something we would like to have in our collection. So how does that happen? You just call us up and say, hey, I have something that I'd like to give to your collection. And what we'll do is you'll get put in touch with the curators and they'll ask you some questions. They might ask for some pictures. Um, and then there's a, there's a very tried and true process that has to go through the collections committee, which reviews everything for its uniqueness, um, its relevance to the island and to our mission, our ability to uh, maintain it forever. So you have to assess the cost of objects by their square footage, their needs. Um, certain things are really hard to preserve for hundreds of years. Plastics degrade. Someone will hand you a thumbnail drive and say, here are my family photos. And you have to say, awesome. That thumbnail drive will not be readable in maybe even 10 years. So it will just be a piece of plastic and metal that in a hundred years, they'll be like, look at this plastic metal thing. <laughs> so you can have our sign. I hate it. <laughs> Actually, I have a sign from my, my father's uh, shop on uh, when he was on Bay Street. And uh, it's a stained glass sign that hung outside the shop. And it was a beautiful, it's a beautiful piece, but it's kind of been sitting in my family garage. But yeah, maybe send it an email. Yeah, Steve, that's the thing. You know, and also people have um, blueprints of a family home or, you know, Oh, letters from loved ones, not in wartime, just a regular correspondence or, you know, tokens for things that, you know, old counting fairs. And we just really want to collect the, the material culture of everyday Staten Island. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. I have a, uh, I have a bin that was given to us um, oh, yeah. uh, from a, a bowler 50, 60 years ago. It's more than that. Um, in that, I, they just they were cleaning out and they gave me this bin. It had some old bowling pins and some great, I have to say, some great Staten Island bowling memorabilia. Yeah. But in there were also these personal letters. Yeah. Uh, to, and the personal letters uh, from wartime. And I mean, I, I didn't want, I, I don't want them. Right. But and we uh, feel like, what do we do? I, you, you, like, I don't want to throw these out. And, he did, and they didn't want them back. And yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. okay. So I have to go back in there because there, there were some really cool things in there. I mean, yeah. it's starting to, it was starting to smell too. Uh, but some really cool things when we were celebrating an anniversary of the uh, women's championships. Uh, but that, it, it's funny. You don't know. Like in my house, I don't have anything. 
I have old stuff, but we've moved so many damn times that, you know, yeah, you just purge stuff. Yeah. But we have friends that have been in their homes for ever to yeah. the point that you made about this guy living in his, that wants to live on rich in grounds of Richmond town uh, that have everything. <laughs> Sometimes you really can never, you can never go home. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, so, you know, what's, what's happening? And I've seen, I want you to talk a little bit about the video series you started. Uh, so what's happening now at, in, at historic Richmond town during, uh, during this, pandemic or what us New Yorkers say this shit happening around us. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, well, like Rabs, we've never, we haven't closed. Um, we're just operating differently. You know, you guys are doing your live from Rabs and we're doing our arts and culture and quarantine series. And it's a varied series. You know, we have like coloring pages from houses that are, you can, of the, on the property and we have um, educational attic. I'm doing an attic tour series. I just like randomly go up to the different attics on the property, which is super creepy to do by yourself um, in the middle of a pandemic, because like, will anybody hear you if something happens? Like if I fall through the ceiling, you know, I don't know. I'll become the ghost of Richmond town. Um, but it's, it's a way for the community to continue to access the things that they love about historic Richmond town. So for you, are these first time tours of these kinds for you? Or did you do this, do something like this initially when you came on board? No, I uh, don't have really the time to do tours <laughs> as the CEO. Um, I'm much more back end, unfun, like desk pigeon stuff. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I used to give tours of my college. I've given tours of other museums. I mean, if you work in this industry, chances are you've given a tour of some old place that you've worked. Um, so it just seemed kind of what, how do we, how do we get people to engage with us during this time? And people are sitting home and they want to experience something outside of their quarantine or their isolation. So this was just how we did it. And I thought as a person, what would I want to do? What would I want to see um, that I can't usually see? So the attic tours was one of those things. All right. So the, one of the first ones I saw, you went in the attic and you found some gruesome items in the attic. <laughs> uh, coffins. Oh my God. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you went, you did this, and you 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 did this video. Uh, so go ahead, talk about your reaction to that. Uh, oh did, my God. And did you know that they might have been there? I had heard that there were like creepy things in this one house, but you know, my staff were kind of just like, oh, you know, whatever, like it's not a big deal. I think they didn't want me to know because they didn't. Yeah, want yeah. Maybe you wouldn't go. Right. They and maybe it's like their fun secret, and no one else can have it. Um, but they're they're a good bunch, and so it was a it's a huge attic. It has like rooms and fireplaces. I'm like, is this actually a second floor? Oh, this is where they send the naughty kids. And I'm like, you know, it's really bright. And it was like a fly trapped in the attic. And I was like, sorry, buddy. You know, that sucks for you. Me too. And I look into this like closet and I'm like, what is that? Oh my God. And it was literally a coffin covered in uh, unbleached muslin, which is what the curators use to cover things so they don't get dusty. And I was like, okay, we're done. We're done here. And I like, go to leave like trying to keep the camera still <laughs> and there's another coffin and this one's like a child's coffin because it's like really little and i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh like okay we're done here so i like quickly wrap it up and like go to like the uh thanks for joining us like you know spiel and i'm like out of there and i think i only did one more that day because I, I did them all in one day because it was before you were supposed to like not go to work anymore and i was like yeah i think i'm good good here <laughs> I have to say you did a good job uh, cover, cover, co covering that. So will you send someone up there to go do a little bit more digging in, the, in, in those coffins? I have actually reached out to the curators and I was like, dear curators, what is in that attic? <laughs> so they are in our collection. Um, we know where they came from and, um, you know, they know that they're up there and they're in, they're safe up there. Um, I'm not sure why they chose that building to put them in. Like there's other buildings to keep them in, but, um, you know, that's that's for me to investigate later, I guess. Oh, so okay. So they don't belong to the story of that of that building then. They just happen to be up there. That's where they got stored. Yes. Uh, are, we, are, there, yeah. are there bones in that on those coffins? Were there, there, wait, what? Were there remains? Are there are there remains in the coffins? Or are they just the coffins? Oh, I did not open them. You didn't open them. No, I know that. But if you know that they're in the collection, do they know oh. more about what what they don't know? Okay. They're empty. Oh, oh. 
I want to be, I was excited to say, oh my God, there's somebody in there, but no, okay. Well, we do have the Van Pelt Cemetery on the property and there are remains in there. And one time someone said to me for our Halloween event, they're like, oh, you should decorate the cemetery. <laughs> and I was like, would you want me to do that to your mom's grave? Right. <laughs> like people were legitimately buried there. Like it's a real cemetery. It's, I mean, I'm all about it. And uh, I'll view it. Joni loves every bit about that. Yeah, Joni, I bet she does. And if you needed a volunteer to go in there, <laughs> Joni would definitely sign up and go do it. She I would come would. too. I'm all not. right. Well, we do do like spooky tours in the uh, fall. So you'll have to join those. But I don't think they're going to open the coffins. No, it's fine. You don't have yeah. to. Uh, just, just to know, just to be able, just the fact that they're there, I think, is enough. I did find a little skull in one of the other houses. I don't think they've done that one yet. They've posted that one, but the Christopher house. So stay tuned. Oh, and, and, and so you. This is a behind the scenes. These are behind the scenes tours that somebody wouldn't be able to get because you don't let your viewers, uh, the visitors, go in the attics. Right. And, uh, which I think is really cool. So they're going to live on your, uh, they're on social media, Facebook and Instagram, I think, right? Yeah, they're on our Instagram TV and they're on YouTube and you can access them through historicrichmondtown.org. Cool. Uh, I think if anybody hasn't seen it, go go check it out. Uh, I think uh, you get you get to see something more and and hopefully it inspires people to say, hey, we got to go, yeah, we, we got to go, go there, we gotta go right? there and Once check it out. Open. Yeah. yeah, and we're trying to do things that, you know, give access to stuff that you may not usually see or kind of, you know, other things that Richmond town does and kind of a behind the scenes in general. So, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, definitely learning a lot of digital literacy during this time. I'm kind of a historian. So I'm one of those, like, let's do everything by candlelight guys. <laughs> um, so we're, our whole team is kind of really being thrust in the 21st century, which is really great. That's cool. That's really cool. And uh, speaking of candlelights, I have to say the candlelight tours are something that I know people look forward to in the winter, in, in, in the winter months. And yeah, uh, I, I would say I and I, I live nearby, so I'm always passing and I'm always seeing people take advantage of the property. Uh, but of course, uh, and I this is more of a funny, uh, but somebody had mentioned that they go and they play Pokemon. Uh, and so uh, there's a do you and do you play and uh what's the most rare pokemon that you've caught in richmond town <laughs> i just said i was a luddite and preferred to write by candlelight yep, I was being funny. pokemon what <laughs> i was being funny you know but it's cool though to see people on the property and taking advantage of it i mean you want them to to pay of course uh, but to at least be exposed to it i think it is cool too when people are out there yeah, I think, you know, we can't, there's no way right now to enclose the property and prevent people from coming on. And I think as long as people are social distancing and respecting the park rules, New York City park rules, then that's that's wonderful for us. I think that allowing people to have that moment of serenity down by Richmond Creek or, you know, on one of the porches is to kind of get away from what's going on in the world right now creates that relationship with the community that is so valuable. And that might be the same person who comes back to the Richmond County Fair and pays for the ticket right. that helps us raise money to do the things we do to allow us to continue to maintain the property so it doesn't turn into a farm colony. Yeah, and uh, before, so before you, I believe before your arrival, Boardwalk Empire did some filming on the on the property, which I've noticed some of the, some of those people, many of those pieces in are, gone, are now gone, but some of them have stuck around. Uh, including the including where Eggers is right. That was a that was a prop from uh, from the movie movie set, and I think that told its own story. Uh, anything you want to share on the, the, the that that experience for Richmond Town? Well, I wasn't here then. I was just a yeah. bystander watching Boardwalk Empire as a regular person. Um, but it was from what I heard, it was a wonderful experience to have that massive production on our campus, and they set up these props that look like buildings. Um, and as you said, most of them have been taken down because they're temporary, um, but the diner did stay up and that has been um, kind of like a concession um, venue for Eggers uh, ice cream. And it's been wonderful to have them there. Um, and like Rab's Country Lanes, like, you know, it's it's a longstanding institution uh, service on Staten Island that we, you know, that's what we love at Historic Return Town is that there's like some real staples and we want to support that. Yeah. All right. So what's your favorite Egger ice cream flavor? I love uh, vanilla with the dark cherry sauce and hot fudge. Oh, that's something I would definitely like. Okay. <laughs> what's yours? Uh, their chocolate chip mint is, uh, is uh, so good. 
Yeah. Now, now what eggers do you go to? I'm definitely vanilla with the, uh, the cherry and the fudge. Absolutely. So good. We have an eggers by uh, Irby because I'm on the North Shore. So okay. I always drop in at Irby and get my egg. I don't really get, like, get to get my egger fix ever since they left New York. So uh, every <laughs> when they opened up in Richmond Town, I was very excited because yeah. it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's, it's on my way home right, and I could easily just pull in and go in there. And, and so I've done a good job of not doing that too often, uh, but I've done it enough where I probably shouldn't. Have. Well, they should be reopening soon. So I think uh, maybe next month. Cool. Uh, and I think people will certainly look forward, look, look forward to that. And, I, and it fits perfect. You know, I think you want to, you want to preserve the, the, the part you want to preserve historic Richmond town for what it is. Uh, but it works so well in this space. Uh, and I, it's been very well received by people. And I think it's, I think it's fantastic. It's an awesome partnership. I saw that the candy store is now moved into the courthouse, right. As part of the uh, next to the gift shop piece. So, and it looks really cool. Yeah, they yeah, just couldn't, it, it looked like they couldn't sustain it. Uh, and a partnership like that. Do you see other partnerships kind of grooming from, from that uh, moving forward? Yeah, I mean, we're always looking to partner with the community. And I think that because we are part of the fabric of, you know, wow. Richmond County. And I think that it's important to make sure, like you said, to maintain the the mission of our, we're a nonprofit, you know, so to maintain the mission and we hold those, um, we take care of the parkland for New York City. So they actually own the property. So there's a lot of uh, kind of like red tape to navigate with that. But I think that it's it's important to give the people who come to Richmond Town enough to do in one day. So, you know, if you come before Eggers, there was nothing to eat. So now you have ice cream. So what about something savory and providing enough programming for people to really want to stay more than an hour? Yeah, without a doubt. And I, I noticed uh, uh, in the last few weeks, uh, spending some time cleaning up the old Parsonage uh, restaurant building, uh, which I have to say, it looks it look coming along really nicely. So what's happening there? So we're doing some essential work on that building. Um, it had been when the the previous tenant had moved um, out of the building, it kind of just kind of locked the door and no one went back. And so, and it's on a corner that's a very visible corner. It is one of the buildings we do steward, and it's very important to take care of all of the buildings, but especially one that is so visible. Yeah. And it just apparently they just like didn't clean the gutters, so the water filled up and it wasn't draining properly. And then it was just running off the roof onto the porch and no one was taking the leaves away from the base of the building. So then the water would drop onto the leaves. They would just build up over the years and that would rot the wood. And then the raccoons were like, this isn't hard to break into. Hello, my new home. <laughs> so we've just been trying to uh, basically keep the pests out. So we've been doing, a, we've, you know, we've power washed the cedar shake roof, which are very expensive and, and beautiful roof if you've when you see it when you drive by and just replacing all the rotten wood and, and securing the building so that it, it's uh, safe from animals and, you know, vandalism. And it, it's just also to be good neighbors. Like no one wants that in their neighborhood, just a dilapidated building. And there's no reason for it to have gotten that bad. So my uh, facilities team who uh, have been spending a lot of time trying to, to work on that and it, it's coming along really well. They're going to be doing the fence in front and They've gotten rid of a lot of the garbage that was in all the outbuildings and locking things up and making things much more secure and cleaning up all the brush and, you know, it's landscaping and general maintenance. Yeah, it, it looks great so far. Uh, is that a space that you would you would lease out again at some point? Oh, certainly. We are definitely looking for someone to take back the parsonage as a tenant. Um, it's just such a prime spot for um, some kind of commerce to happen there. Um, it's an interesting building. You've got two very visible storefronts. You've got parking. It's it's a it's a no brainer, but it has to have the right person who is willing to work in a historic building, and have the kind of industry that would make it work there. All right. I, I listen. I think there there are plenty of things uh, that could certainly work. I do remember being in there and the bathrooms being on a slant, uh, and, and so a lot of the floor and. Uh, give sh anything can kind of work in there, so that that's good. To, that's good to know. So if anybody's watching that wants to is looking for some awesome space, yeah, we actually on our website, um, they're at the very bottom of our homepage. It's saying doing business with Historic Richmond Town. Oh, thanks, thanks for the link. Um, and you can click that doing business with Historic Richmond Town. It'll take you to the uh, request for expressions of interest, the RFEI. And it kind of details the square footage, the location, the different types of industry that would be viable in that building. And then you just contact us and my, my 
email is in that document and you just say, Hey, my name is whatever. And I'd love to learn more. That's cool. Uh, uh, <laughs> Kevin, uh, so one of our viewers telling a murder mystery party house, I would certainly take you up on that. If I could rent it for a party, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Stephanie, are you looking for a special events job? Uh, no, no, no. You can't have her. She is Stephanie is our special special events person here. So you can't have her. And uh, Kevin, well, they're, they're usually watching together. So no, sorry, you can't have her. Oh. Nice try. <laughs> hey, uh, and if, so if anybody wanted to support your mission, uh, I would direct them to historicrichmondtown.org. Is that the, the right spot to send them? Yeah, that's, that, you know, come in. And even if you're just viewing some of our videos, that's supporting us, you know, that helps us translate views into, you know, a grant. It's like, hey, we had X number of people watching our content. We're reaching this many people and therefore we are viable and valuable to the community. Yeah. Or you can become a member and get discounts to the fair and all the other events. Cool. See, it's good to know that. Yeah. Uh, if you're not, uh, hey, we say this a lot. Many living here in New York City, we take for granted yeah. our cultural institutions, uh, and they're they're just there. And when somebody tells me, "Oh, I've never visited. I've been to Richmond Town only for an event. I've never toured the place." I'm like, "What are you nuts?" Uh, I just yeah. is, and it's not just Richmond Town. It's all of them. Yep. People tell me they've never been to the Empire State, State Building. For God's sakes, uh, we take it for granted. It's in our backyard, and I challenge everybody. Uh, that you should make make it a point to visit uh, our institutions. One, support them, support their mission, uh, because they're here for a reason. Yeah. They're they're preserving our preserving history, the and they all have these great stories to tell. So, uh, kudos to you and the team. And yes, you're doing a great job. Keep well, up. Thank you. Work. I think people are gonna wish they had heeded your advice before COVID, because this. Yeah. Is expected to be an extinction level event for one third of cultural nonprofits across the nation. Yep, I absolutely. Uh, it's, and it's sad, it's sad. And uh, it, it, even businesses, uh, all different types of businesses are in the, are in the same boat for sure. Yeah. Uh, and we've, we keep talking about it. We don't know what the new normal is going to look like. Right. Uh, so what, the, what does it become? What do your events look like? What do visits? So, uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah. You too. And I love seeing the bowling alley behind you. I told my son, I was like, do you know who I'm going to talk to today? He's like, who? And mm -hmm. I was like, the owner of a bowling alley. He's like, can we go? Are we going now? Can we go now? Can I play with all the people <laughs> in the lanes? Well, tell him when we're open. Uh, yes. He's got to come and visit and, and be our guest uh, whenever that might be. Thank Just, you very much. Uh, Jessica, really, thank you for joining us today. It was an uh, honor. Yeah, please, you're the best. Keep up the good work, and we know we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Jessica. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Jess. I, I say it all the time. I remind people, the, it's in our back door. Please, yeah, you need to, to go in, and check it out, and, and not she, just for the events. Yeah, and she's right. You know, what? It, it, it is going to be probably a third of these, these landmarks, institutions, that are supported by either grants or or people's donations are are probably going to go away. Yeah, They're just not going to survive. Well, and we talked about Master Donna was on with us, and we talked a little bit about the with the work that they do. But you know, excuse me, and other uh, charities. Even we had Joanne and 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 Diane talking about the work that they do, and they rely on government funding, and they all do based on. Of course, their attendance and their support. Without our support, they don't get the funding that they need. So how do we, when we can, yeah. can to your point, continue to do that? And it, it's going to be, it'll be a challenge, yeah. but I know we'll, uh, hey, we'll, we'll get through it and we'll all uh, do it. So Joni, if you haven't watched those videos, you need to go check oh, out yeah, those videos. Oh yeah, check it out. They're right check up, they are right up your alley. <laughs> uh -huh. I like it. I like oh, it. <laughs> so Naz, we've been sharing some old photos and you giggled yesterday, uh, but I didn't get to show it. You yesterday. didn't get to show it. I was so because well, I changed it. I decided I, to show John Franco yesterday. Oh, that's right. Uh, I believe Liz said she took this photo. Yes, she did. Yep. Uh, this is from this is from the beginning. This is pretty funny. Uh, this is a uh, young Frankie, <laughs> for whatever reason, excited to be outside the woman's bathroom. <laughs> this oh, that is, uh, picture is hysterical. I love it. I think it's hysterical. Look at the hair. Uh, that was the bathroom is still in the same place. We just took the doors off. 
Um, yeah, that's funny. That's a great picture. <laughs> One I of my all-time favorites. I, I get Frank. a kick out every time. It resurfaces in the office about once a year, and we all get a great laugh. Out I, of it. I need to print that uh, so we have it in there. I get a, I get a laugh out of it, but that's just, that's the anniversary photo of the day. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Uh, Jessica was great, by the way. She really was. She's young. She's she's. I love her personality. She's got great ideas, and I think she's probably going to attract a younger crowd uh, there with some of the ideas that she has. I, listen, I think great things are coming for Richmond Town. Uh, I have, I've sat with her for a couple times, and she really is. She's she's excited. She's new energy. Uh, I wish I said this when she was on. I don't know if she's still watching, uh, but I would remind her. I, I said to her, I said, you know, you're kind of the woman behind the curtain. Um, she took on this job 20 months ago. And really, she's been so busy with catching up and doing things, getting a handle right. on her role, right. looking forward, working big, with the board. They had a lot of changes happening there. Yeah. And uh, we, I don't know if we really knew who she was. Right. And I'm right. glad that she's doing this video series. I'm glad right. that she's getting out there uh, because – it's important for the leadership of the, of these institutions and nonprofits to uh, come out. Yeah. And, to be the face of the, of the organization. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's important. And I'm glad she came on with us today. Yeah. Uh, there's some, there are always some great things happening at Richmond town. Uh, and if you don't take advantage of it, go check it out. Yeah. And I'd say the same thing for Snow Harbor and, and, yeah, and that's all what of I the, meant, I meant the Tibetan too. museum of, of modern art. People go, what? It's the only one of its kind yep. in the country. Yep. Uh, and, there are other cultural museums like Richmond Town around the country, yeah. but I, this is Staten Island. Staten Island, right. It's our history. And I think the misconception a little bit is that those properties have all been exactly in those spaces. Well, you know what? Honestly, I thought that myself. I didn't realize until maybe a couple of years ago when I started just, you know, researching different things on Staten Island and, uh, and realized that there were buildings that were actually moved there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, that was, that's that's interesting. That's, well, uh, uh, some of them are in, in there. A couple right. of them were in original spots, but they moved right. and created the space. Uh, and including, there's a house up here on Richmond Road uh, in the, in Dungan Hills here that they curate also. So that's when she talks about the multiple properties, it includes that that peak, that house that's up here. Um, there's a sign outside. I don't know the name of the house. It's a, it's it's really nice, but they did never moved it. For oh yes, reason. the one by Joe. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, and you can you, you can't go in it. You can see from the outside, yeah. there's signs and you can yeah. uh, see it. But I think, and that that's cool to be able to have, it's like a satellite museum, so to speak. Uh, so thank you, Jessica. If you can support uh, Richmond Town, yeah. uh, support it in any which way, of course, uh, when you can. And go on the website and check out that uh, arts and culture and quarantine. Uh, they've got some really cool stuff there too. Uh, yeah. So it's their 40th anniversary this year, right? Is it? Yeah. Who's? They, uh, the it, Richmond County Fair? It maybe it's the Richmond County Fair. Oh, the, the fair's 40th anniversary. Yeah. I think this, this last one was, or this one coming up? I thought it was the one coming up. That's exciting. Uh, listen, I don't know what it's going to look like. Yeah. You know, it's Labor yeah, Day we weekend. It's coming yeah. close. So hopefully uh, yeah. uh, the event shapes up uh, to what they what, what they want it to be. I'd, it's, it's amazing. I did, there was an order um, talking about large events not being able to take place right. until the end right. of September. Right. Uh, so maybe they push it off. That's their big, that's one of their biggest fundraisers. fundraisers. They don't have a gala. You know, they, they uh, several years ago, they started something. They did a, a gala, but it wasn't a gala. It was a great event. Right. Uh, but these events really are their, their bread That's and how they, Right. So That's how they fund things that, uh, to be able to stay open. Oh, uh, so Niles is telling us the name of the house. The Billu Stillwell. I knew it was Stillwell. I knew go. I couldn't remember the first word, but I knew the second word was Stillwell. Especially the Stillwell name has is, is been yeah. prominent in, in yeah. our community for so long. Hey, uh, our meme of the day. I had... I had one and then I changed it, but so we have two memes of the day. All right, memes. Uh, so here's the first one. I think this, we had something similar to this, but this is pretty funny. I'm not adding this 2020. This year, 2020 to my age, I did not use it. I hear you. <laughs> Do I kidding? So anybody that's selling a bread of a birthday, just just keep it. Yeah, that, uh, that's about how I feel right now. <laughs> uh, and of course, because uh, we got to keep reminding that we want to get back to bowling. Uh, oh, Johnny Depp. When I hear I can go bowling again. Yeah, yeah. When we used to, we at the beginning we we showed uh, what was it? All the penguins running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
whatever they were running down the stairs and then uh, we've yes. got a few of those uh pretty funny we're excited hopefully we can get back on much sooner rather than later yeah uh, yeah i mean well, again we get mixed messages about opening and we thought that uh things were going to start to open up uh may 15th but that doesn't appear like that is in reference to staten island um one day at a time baby one day yeah. at a time we'll oh, or to new york yeah so uh they have a map that you can go check it out it's yeah. like i said before very 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 interactive informal informative. Uh, so nez tomorrow is wednesday who's our guest tomorrow we're gonna be at the get again tomorrow two o'clock here on live from rabs special guests coley edison ceo of the, the coley edison professional Bowlers, Bowlers Association. Association. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Dennis makes a, a comment here, which is so true. I mentioned this in the beginning when I caught the close. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry, it's not Dennis. It's Joni. Your closed caption does not understand New Yorker. Yeah, we kind of made fun of that in the beginning when we saw this. It, it doesn't at all. It's pretty funny. Uh, I have to go back and watch just to see how bad it really is, the closed caption. <laughs> uh, what, what, you have us on mute? You don't want to hear us, Joni? That's not nice. Maybe um, she's watching both. No, That's sure. why I don't like things with closed captioning, because yeah. I, I I can't help but look at the words. Yeah, I, I'm the it's same. It's very way. distracting. So so tomorrow, Coley. Thursday, we're going to talk food and more food with Pamela Silvestri, Pam, and uh, maybe she'll have a special guest. We'll have other guests with us. You never know who's going to pop in with Pam. Popping in with um, Pam. She was on this morning and uh, this morning. Yeah, I missed this. Kind of follow up on Mother's Day. Talked a little bit about the landscape. The restaurant landscape has changed again in the last week. Uh, yeah. Some restaurants have closed. Many have reopened. Oh, yeah. uh, so we're looking forward to seeing uh, everybody get starting to get back to reality. And some of it becomes some people aren't comfortable going back to work. Yeah. And that's what some of them are now facing, right? They're not, they just don't believe they're ready to go to work. So in some cases they're rehired, they have to hire new people. Yeah. And think about it. You know, some of the people are receiving unemployment and getting a lot more money than they were Yeah, that's <laughs> when it. they were working, which is uh, crazy. But you know, when that uh, fleshes out in July, when that runs out, then you got to go look for a job. So, yeah. you know, uh, oh, we'll see. Uh, what was created? Saturday, our friend Joe Cal is going to be back in the studio. Pro Bowler, Hall of Famer Saturday, the one and only. One day McPherson. So don't miss out on the, re the rest of the week right here. Uh, here on Live from Rams. Uh, so we had some breaking news during the show. Again, um, I don't know. I don't think we got a follow up answer to this one. Uh, but it looks like Little League across the board uh, wants to get their season started June 15th. Uh, so that's interesting to see. It's um, a little surprising. But, yeah. Uh, so uh, thank you, Joe DeModio, for, for sharing that. Yeah. If, if that hashes out to be true. And again, uh, you know, even in discussions with uh, how we're going to go forward with the business here and with, with my business, um, you know, you're going to have buckets of people. You're going to have one bucket of people that are going to be like, yeah, I'm coming back. I'm I'm in. Yeah. And then you're going to have those people in the middle that are going to be like, well, what are you doing to keep them? You know, what are you doing to protect everybody? And then you have the other bucket that is going to be people that are like, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm going to wait. And that's with everything. A long time. Right? I think that's with yeah. everything. Across the board. Every business is going to be kind of dealing with that. So, And there'll be a, there's going to be a push from the general public. And we don't know what that's going to be, but it's it's going to be worse than what it is today. But we'll see. Uh, so anyway, a little bit of breaking news. The other piece of breaking news I, I could have shared yesterday. I, I I mean, we went through almost two hours. Uh, we 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 eclipsed over eighty five thousand views yesterday. That's Real. crazy. That, I, there, there are no zeros added to that number, but we on live from Rabs uh, hit over eighty five thousand views uh, while we had Nelson Figueroa on, which was which is pretty exciting. So it we, might have been Nelson's family. But we don't know. Who cares? It was, <laughs> people are tuning in and watching us live from Rabs. Yeah. And uh, we're excited. And can, we, we as keep doing so. We're here every day uh, until further notice, 2 o'clock, uh, in your living rooms, kitchens, phones, tablets, computers, wherever we might Yeah, wherever be. you watch us. Uh, Share it. And consume. Like it. Yeah, subscribe. Tell and your friends. Don't just follow the page. Like the page. You want to see that counter going up. We know that some of you may not like the page. 
uh, and you'd follow it, which is the new crazy thing on it's Facebook. It's a little weird. Uh, but when you follow, you don't see everything. When you like the page, you get more. Uh, yes, Pat, let's go Mets. We're looking forward to getting the baseball season up and running and, and see what that looks like. Well, anyway, um, I I have to run. I gotta, uh, I have a, I'm gotta. actually going to be late for another live interview. Oh, we're uh, busy guys. We're busy people. Uh, Cubica AMF has been hosting a piece for our industry, Beyond the Frame, interviewing proprietors from all over the country. That's cool. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening here at Rabs uh, mm-hmm. around around the country. So... Uh, we are we are cutting it off today. I mean, Nazareth and I can keep talking because we didn't talk about dinner. Yeah, we uh, didn't we're going to talk, gonna talk tomorrow about dinner and what's on the the, the table. So, uh, thank you, Jessica. You're you're the best. Oh, wait, wait, twenty nine recliner lane. That's where I watch. That's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy, not going to be a good year for the Mets in the division. They still be. have to play the games, Kevin. I, you know, Kevin. I don't think you did. You not. You weren't with us yesterday. You might have actually been working. Uh, you should go back. We had some great conversation. Yeah. Uh, with with Figgy, uh about that and really about the about the sport. Uh, the funny part: people that are going back and watching it now are commenting on it, and I'm oh. calling out John Venosa just because. And so, and he, I actually am a little disappointed he didn't watch it live yesterday. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, but he's been commenting as he's watching as he was watching it today. Yeah. So it's funny to go back and watch the well, uh, Monday night quarterback comments uh, afterwards. So right. Anyway. Well, Figgy's going to be back. I know he wants to come back. And we do have uh, another uh, – uh, somebody from the Yankee side coming up. We'll announce him probably tomorrow or the day after. So, uh, you know, we'll get the Yankee fans on board and get their part of the story. And, uh, you know, we don't want to seem like – Whatever part of that story is. Whatever that story we is. We covered I, that yesterday. Yeah, even I think Jimmy, I was just going to say it. Even with Jimmy, like, mumbling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> hey – uh, we hope we keep we kept it real for you today. We appreciate you watching. Uh, join us again tomorrow. Yep. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs>